There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Look, man. Where? Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, my. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that Ooh. culture? Oh, yes. My goodness. Oh, wow. yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las Culturistas calling. Listen, in today's world where there's so many stories that have sad endings and sad, when you say there's a lot of sad news, I feel like it's sad news and then you get to the end of the article or the news story or the clip and you go, mm-hmm. that's a sad ending. Oh my God. It's like, even if a story begins sad, it you often have ends hope. sad. But, and th- this is sort of what brings me to this point. Like, I, we have a narrative on this podcast which has now gotten a happy ending. And I would like to tell everyone what it is. Oh my I'm God, currently, what is this? I'm currently drinking an Elysian, <gasps> an Elysian Night Owl pumpkin ale mm. with a cinnamon sugar rim Yum. because the readers and Elysian Brewery Y'all really came through for me after I said I was not in my autumnal vibe. And I had readers in my DM sending me suggestions, sending Mm. me the beers. Shout out to my sister, Chelsea Rogers, is one of them. But when I tell you I have enough pumpkin ale for this year and next, I I tell no lies. So that was just, I wanted to make everyone feel good. Reader, I FaceTimed with my sister the other week. Mm. She opened up her fridge to show me Mm. the fully packed sardines level. Shelf, flavor. The flavor of the pumpkin beers, the variety even, <laughs> y'all really came through. And I really think it's, I could cry actually. No joke. Well, that's because you are in touch with me on a sister level and you knew that how much it meant to me to get that pumpkin taste. And now that you've seen me inundated, my pores are sweating pumpkin. 
you feel happy. You do. I do. I haven't seen you this happy in a, in a, in a minute. I'm beaming. You're beaming. And it's, it's it, sometimes all it takes. I'm not saying it's fully credited to the pumpkin beer, but you really need to get into the tumnal fish. Well, you know, I'm a very tactile person. You know, yes. I sort of like live on the edge of my tips and my fingers, you know, <laughs> and I'm doing a sort of spooky voice and sort of, I have like a spooky voice right now on the Zoom. Um, but I love to get my things, you know, my little treats, yes. my little creature comforts, if you will. <laughs> um, but anyway, I just wanted to sort of let everyone in on that. God, it's really, I really do miss you I in miss autumn. You. In autumn, I really feel like I was just talking to someone today and I was like, what do you, what do you do? What do you have coming up in the next couple of weeks? And he said, you know, I'm going upstate to watch the leaf change. I'm going to bring mm. some hallucinogenics with me. Oh, and I thought, back. and I brought, it brought me back to that time Yumi, Sudi, and Mo Fry Pasek went. And Bowen, and, and uh, Dave Mazzoni. And uh, yes, of course, Dave Mazzoni. And then I, recommended to him i said bring a fun puzzle a fun jigsaw because that's mm-hmm. what we had and like we did our thing outside for a little bit enjoyed nature and then we went yes. back inside to cook meals to cook mm-hmm. a meal mm-hmm. and you know music was on and then we were all putting together this beautiful do you remember this puzzle i remember this puzzle do you remember very what was well on it's it? actually one of i think two puzzles i've ever done in my life which is why i remember but what was on it the be- most beautiful like painting impressionistic painting of a girl with a with like a red backpack i forget what the painting it's a, it must be a famous painting it looks so it looks, beautiful it looks museum level like it would be you know yes the, hanging up somewhere yeah hanging, hanging up, up somewhere, somewhere where you have to get in uh, pay admission to get in yes not even pay admission if it's at the med remember it's a Could suggested that's true it's a suggested sort of admission. But free anyway, on Fridays. Some, free on Fridays. some building where it's free to Fridays to come in as a suggested admission. Yes. yes. Anyway, I just, I miss you here on this coast where there are seasons, you know, for mm-hmm. better or worse. But someday soon we'll have, we'll have our moment. Well, luckily the good news is I am returning in, come December. So by the time this episode drops, it will be, it will be public news. Do you, do you want to talk about it? It's. I am doing. Have you heard of Christmas again? My yes. yearly show. I am Amazing. on tour with it all around the goddamn United oh States of America. God. I'm so. Where, where are you going? Can you tell us? Going to San Francisco. Going to Chicago. Doing two dates in Chicago. Two dates in LA. Um, we're going to DC. We are doing oh two shows God. at uh, Joe's Pub in New York, and we're doing the Bell House. And did I forget anything? I don't think so. Live comedy is bad, and and it returns. Only when I step foot on that stage, I said. And, you know, it's actually interesting that we bring this up because our guest is going to be opening for me at select dates. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, and cities besides New York and L.A., is she traveling with you to some far-flung places? Watch this space because there's mm. rumblings about her sort of maybe attending one city that, that she knows quite well. And maybe this is sort of in me bringing it up. It's sort of me nudging her. But this is not... Let me just say something about the guest. It's so interesting that you brought up that trip that we took upstate because that actually what that had in common with other holiday events is it was just family. It was and just family. The guest today is just is family. Is family true kin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True kin. Do you know what I mean? I'll do a third. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like literally liter- we say it, we say it sometimes we throw this around, but literally sister life. Hashtag after. Hashtag after. Let's talk about this guest. Is. I mean, so many credits. You've known her for from from wonderful podcast projects that she's had in the past. She has another one coming up 
somewhat soon, I would say, in the next few months. Watch this space. Watch this space. I mean, let's just say this. On the Las Culturistas brand, as far as we can say, there's one podcast that's coming. It's called Stepmother, The Husband Hunt, okay? And basically, what's going to go on there is you're going to get a firsthand account on how to like ensnare an older husband so that you can Money. sit with, with a heavy amount of dollars so you can sit on your damn ass and simply, you know soak up life and that is part of the feed it's the opposite of squid game it's like okay it's a comment on wealth of course and and you know disparities between classes Mm -hmm. but you there's no killing there's no death there might be some injury violence but it's overall it's it's, it has a happy ending if you follow it correctly it'll have a happy ending and then of course there is another pod headgum is presenting Senior Superlatives, um, which is really going to be the event of a much sooner season. You have to understand Stepmother is coming in 2022. And isn't it great to have something coming in 2022? That's really the mark of success. This is the time of year where you really want to have something coming up in 2022. And the next Mm -hmm. year, it's always October where you're like, well, that's, that's next year, baby. Yeah. But Senior Superlatives is hitting it right now. It's actually out right now as of time of release. So you may listen to that pod Absolutely, as soon as possible. Please do. Um, and also, you know where you love her from Losa Spookies? She is the ambassador, Melanie Gibbons. Melanie Gibbons. On Losa Spookies. And you're going to actually catch her in next season of Search Party. Okay? Invented pink. Invented pink. Oh, yes. And in the next season of Search Party, playing yeah. a very interesting role. Mm-hmm. We can't say much yet. HBO to the max is what they say. <laughs> it's actually rule of culture number 11. HBO, HBO to, to the, the max. max. Ladies, gentlemen, and my NBs, everyone, please welcome into your ears, Greta Heidelman. Oh my God. Wow. Wow. <laughs> What's the, the vibe is actually very cozy for me. The yes. vibe here is very cozy. I am in my husband's father's home cozy yes I, it is cozy you know but you know what i don't love the lighting and i overhead. also overhead i don't like it i'm pale i'm pale and scary you know what? i don't like it I don't and think i so my computer is old and it's very gauzy and blur for all of my gauzy and blur for, for your photoshop freaks. for my photoshop freaks for my adobe suite heads <laughs> out there okay yeah yes. but it's not in the cute way like gaussian is but now you know, we see on all the filters, it's the no poor, but Gaussian's this is, out of style. Gaussian, is. Gaussian is like the blur on a grid where the it's a radial blur, but it's broken out into squares. Yeah. Gaussian blur, like there's there's very little use case for Gaussian blur. Like when would like I, I can't think of a situation where you would want to use Gaussian blur. Well, you need to be like masking. I mean, you know. You are you were an Adobe King, weren't you? I was first like I really haven't I only ever open Adobe. I only ever all I'm paying Creative Cloud, my Creative Cloud subscription for yes. is to make the the graphics for Lost Cult week to week. Would you use and InDesign? I don't use InDesign. I just InDesign I I get freaked and I only do it if I ever if I ever needed to do like a print thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't need to do that. Like for Photoshop, I just use Photoshop because I'm just making a raster. I'm not making any vectors, baby. No, honey, you don't need that vector map. No. This is one of the <laughs> horniest conversations I've ever watched. You just said vectors. Dirt. And a, 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 a chill shot up my spine. What is this? So the difference is between rasters and vectors. Raster, a vector Bowen, is something. Oh my God. If I can vec- top. 
top energy. <laughs> Tops no photoshop. If you say vector one more time, I'm a comma. A vector <laughs> is something he cummed. A vector is something that you can scale up or down without losing any of the resolution. So it's like it's a clean sort of scale up, scale down. You don't lose. It doesn't get blurry. You know, sometimes if you try to like post something on Instagram that you're zooming in or when you're zooming in on a photo too much, it gets a little blurry. That's a raster. So much goes into Instagram that we don't even think about. We just think it's like social trauma and like thirst traps, but actually it's vectors. And rasters. And most and people and are rasters, posting rasters. Most oh. people are posting rasters. You're not, vector images, the file size is so big that right. you're not like, saving a vector image to your phone unless you got that new iPhone 13 Pro. Oh, come on. Wait, Greta, I didn't know you were, I didn't know you knew all of the ins and outs. You guys are jamming out. I mean. But this is actually no surprise because Matt, wouldn't you say Greta is one of our most visually just like with it friends like she's the she's the person who i'm positive out of all our contemporaries will have a lifestyle brand she is the closest (laughs) one to to a realized like aesthetic that i can only call and i don't mean this in any way qualitatively i just mean it's goop in that it is a brand (laughs) it's goop but it is like so many people are trying to do like the funny take on goop and they do succeed oh yeah but they don't walk the walk oh no i'm not and i don't oh my god i immediately take that back because our friends on bmp poog caperland jacqueline novak i mean that is like full that is like an like a lived in like conversation like those are lived in discussions about wellness and we love poog Certainly. I'm talking about the aesthetic, though, of people trying to, like, skewer wellness or whatever, which is great. It's a wonderful, noble pursuit. I really do think that. But Greta is someone who... This is the thing about Greta is that she, like, (laughs) is able to, like, take all of these images and these references and, like, actually, like, make fun of them, but also, like, not sell them out completely. Like, honor them in some way. That is Greta. Thank you. Genius. Thank you. Okay, this has been an amazing podcast. Bye. You guys have an awesome night. I will say this. I was like, we were given the opportunity to do the feed, which people, if they don't know what that is, we are producing 10 like character-driven podcasts, four episodes each um, of each series. And Greta... Um, was one of the first people that we thought of because she has so many inventive characters. And like, if you follow her on Instagram, you know, but the character of Stepmother, I thought it would be so fun to see a podcast hosted by that character. And Greta has come up with The Husband Hunt, which is a four episode series, which is actually going to kick off the feed. And we can't, and it's the perfect kickoff. And it's so, I mean, every detail is so thought out and so funny and I mean, the full pitch, the outline was like already like there. We were just like, great, let's let's run. do it. Home run. I hope. I hope everyone. I mean, I I love to me like I love details. Like that's is mm-hmm. that's the best thing of life to me is little little itty bitty details. So I think some people will really get on board with my details, and other people have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. No, I I don't think that's how it works. I think that's what you're you're completely right. You are. See, I'm so jealous because, not to make this about me, I don't think I'm that detail-oriented when it comes to, like, my war- like my output. Like, I try to think big picture. I'm, like, whatever Matt and I work together, he's the details person. I'm, like, structure, macro. Greta is someone who gets both, and she... I, the fact that you love the detail is stunning to me. Well, I just, like... First of all, I disagree with you, Bowen. I think you're an incredibly detail-oriented person, too. He is very detail-oriented. But I mean that in the sense... In in terms of writing, in terms of, like, 
an idea. Sure, like, you're you're like coming in being like, the story is about a baseball team, and exactly. that is like, and they're all wearing stripes, and they're all like, <laughs> so doing and that's, that's, already, that's already too detailed. I, I'm yeah, paralyzed yeah, yeah. by decision making. <laughs> right, but I think that like, but you I can as see a, the stripes, so that's fine. But it's, it's so interesting <laughs> because yeah. outwardly, outwardly, in your functioning lives, just the way you present. No offense, Matthew, my dear sweet boy. Already none taken. Stomp but, on my neck. Stomp on my but, neck, queen. But one would say, <laughs> one would say, Bowen, you are very detail-oriented. You is. have a you have a specific aesthetic. You have things that you like. You have you everything from your clothes to like fragrance to your just your whole hmm. way of being, your the tactile artifacts of your life is way more specific and honed in than Matt's where Matt <laughs> is like, and I, again, like this is not to be a shady bitch, but Matt no. is like, oh, this product that I think will be good for my uh, eyes, I'm going to roll it on and then I'm going to layer it on with 20 more products. And I don't know <laughs> if it's going to work, but this is me. And, uh, maximalism. And also like, you know, um, if I were to say to Matt, like, uh, oh, I love this, like, <laughs> this sounds so highbrow of me but I was like, oh i love this body like uh, knit, like handcrafted top matt would be like what <laughs> but i just mean and it's not about that even it's just it's interesting that you say that in the creative practice you're very big picture and matt is very specific and yes i think in the day-to-day life practice matt is someone who you know i basically live with matt he and did. he's very um Easy comes, easy goes, <laughs> and I think you are the per- you are like <laughs> if if you, if Matt and I sort of made up for each other's deficiencies, then w- you would be the the end result. Maybe you it would, would be, be me. Greta. We'd be we would be Greta. No, I, I honestly it's true. think that's I honestly true. think that <laughs> you basically Greta. What we're saying is you are an ideal. <laughs> you are. You really I literally. Is. I mean, you know how much I love you. I, but but I, it's like I actually. So here's the actual tea. So sometimes I always say, and this is real, and he thinks it's a joke, but it's actually real. What? Whenever Bowen is traveling somewhere or going to show up somewhere, I actually intrinsically know when when yes. it's going I, it's to not, happen. It's not a joke. I know. I don't think actually, it's a joke. Well, I think sometimes we say the thing of like, I knew Bowen was flying in, so I actually I put my head to the sky Straightened and said, up. he is here, very Luke Leia. Um if you will, for my Star Wars absolute fucking freaks out there. Um, but, uh, my fucking, fucking oh, Lucas fans. This, is this the spooky voice? <laughs> um, but anyway, what I'm saying is I actually had that moment with Greta last week. What I was happened? like, I was literally just sitting in my bed and like, a, very like a warm, a warm th- thing came over me and I heard a John Williams score and <gasps> I said, Greta. And I literally went over to my phone and I was like, do you, do you, I'm, I'm, I think I should come over. And she was like, yes. And then we ended up spending the whole day together because we intrinsically know when it's time to join up because my girl was going through a hard day uh-huh. and I said, I'm coming over. And then we had a great day. Yeah, oh then we my did. God. But it was very surreal because Matt texted me and was like, I literally in the text, he was like, hey, I feel like you need <laughs> it was me. something like that. It like wasn't something. verbatim, but. And I was like, <sighs> and I wrote back, I was like, did you know I was crying on my front lawn? Oh my <laughs> I God. Thought, I thought that like he had talked to Abe or I thought that he had talked to like, 
Kara. I thought that he had talked to someone that knew no, firsthand what I was going through. And he was like, no, I just like really felt like I have intuitive feelings. Yeah. <laughs> this is the tri- this is the triple water placement jumping mm-hmm, in. Mm-hmm. Really? He knows emotions. This is someone yeah. who knows who can break down emotions and interpret them correctly, <laughs> assemble them back together. I have never met a more emotionally mature person. <laughs> oh my God, that is too much. You know that's not true. Well, actually, I, I think I'm emotionally aware. You have a read on people is what I'm saying, Matt. You can read people. Okay. I think emotional awareness is probably what you're what you're saying, and I I take that as a compliment. Thank you. I also think that you're not one to shy away from having an emotional conversation. I think a lot of people can have the tendency to cower when it comes to needing to be vulnerable or upfront about their feelings because they're scared to be you know open or whatever right. it is. And you're not like that. Well, no. I think that. Thank you for saying that. But I think really what it is, is I think that I would say the same thing about you guys. And I think really ultimately what it is, is as you get a little bit older, like it's funny, like in my 20s, I would have I had what I would have considered to be maybe 15 to 20 really good friends. You know what I mean? Now, I think I have between like five and seven. Like that makes sense. And, and like, but, but I guess what that is, is it's like, I'm a more, much more available to the people that I'm very close to now. And I think I'm way less available to people that I used to consider good friends. But I, I feel like as you get a little bit older, the circle gets smaller, not necessarily in a negative way, but in like a very positive way. Like I still love everyone that I've been friends with and I would consider that we've been close but it's it's interesting how when you get older like your friendships just deepen obviously see I can't even track that progress for myself this is what this is the difference between me and Matt is that Matt can like think about his own personal relational history and be like oh this is what's changed and me I'm like oh it's all a fucking blur bitch Mm. (laughs) I like I definitely feel that I have always had a lot of friends and I always felt like I'm, I love getting close with people. Like I love having converse, like intimate, I love intimate conversation. Yeah. I, I like love You always it. feel so open for them, which is why I think they happen a lot. I love having them, but mm-hmm. I think that I had a similar thing where I realized like the older I got, I was like, oh, some people that I was once like very close with, I now ne- don't necessarily have that same feeling toward. And like mm. the codependent side of my brain was like, that's bad. They probably hate you. And then I yeah. was like, no, that's also just part of growing up. That's part of getting older and it's okay. And just because you're not like close with your 11th grade <laughs> friends from high school doesn't yeah. mean that they like want you to die and rot in hell. Oh, <laughs> yeah. of course. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. But when we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. My happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals, and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. 
The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yes. We're all going together, the Lost Cult family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. You know, but one of the toughest things about decorating my apartment has been getting things framed. Finding a place that will custom frame all my beautiful art pieces that I have without breaking the bank has been close to impossible. But then I found FrameBridge. I found FrameBridge too. FrameBridge makes it easy to get anything framed at an affordable price. Easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a FrameBridge retail store, upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free, secure, prepaid packaging. Or visit one of their 20 plus retail stores. FrameBridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. I love going into the brick and mortar locations. I've got one here in Brooklyn and they're so sweet. They can give you inspiration for what you want get framed. I went in and I was like, I'm going to get my Chromatica ball bracelet framed. And they helped me. Oh my God. I'm so excited. I have so many memories I need framed and put upon the wall. And uh, they have a curated selection of frame styles with design experts right on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame for you. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's FrameBridge.com. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring with access to over 6 million active hourly workers. Snag a job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand, tempt to hire part time or full time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store, clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah. Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Can I admit to something that I kind of feel bad about? Greta admit knows. Admit it. Admit it. I think Matt knows too. This is the podcast. This is the new a new segment, segment called Admit It. Admit it. <laughs> okay, here we go. Um, Greta texted me last night. Oh my god, Bowen, you should not feel bad about this, but continue. Let me let me just let me just put it out there. Yes, yes. Oh, I think. Wow. I mean, the vibe. We we're coming in very honest emotional like it's family episode it's family episode okay great so that's actually the title of that family it's fam- episode no, it's family episode it's family episode <laughs> so sh- so she texted me last night being like hey i'm coming in would you want to get dinner before we record the podcast mm-hmm. 
and I mean, Matt, Matt, I talked to Matt last night. You, yes. you, 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 you knew where the kind of place I was in. I was very tired, tired. exhausted, disappointed, sad, yeah. just a lot of things in the short term, nothing long-term sad, but I was just like, God, I just, I really just need to like be in a quiet room by myself for the, for the next few days. Yeah. And then, and then I was like, God, Matt, I really want to see Greta, but I don't know. I really, I, I you don't felt even, like it was just like, it I was can't just energy. even, <laughs> I even leave the home. I couldn't even leave the home to see anybody. Yeah. I was like, would I leave for anybody? No, not mm-hmm. even you, my sister. I know. I could be dying <laughs> dead on the street. And I, would, I, I would have said, my, no, I need, I need my time. He was saying, sister, it was a show week. And I said, girl, I could die. Girl, I could die. <laughs> and I said, girl, that, that may be, but you, the, the fact is that I, it was show week. <laughs> yeah. He said, girl, my um, piece got cut. I'm my my well. multiple pieces got cut. And, <laughs> and so, therefore, you, you better bleed out, bitch. I hope it goes quick, oh. mama. Anyway, and then I, said, and then, so I much, and then I and thank you, thank you so much, Mama. And then I texted Greta back. I said, "I'm so excited that you're coming on tomorrow." I just for my own, I'm I'm in this weird fucking place. Can we do it some other time? How long are you in town for? If and anyone we will is see, gonna get that, see it's her. And that's why I felt safe. Yes, literally, because she she gets I get it. it. There's a one ounce heavy part of my heart that is still like, oh, I sh- I, I shouldn't have done that. No, here's the thing: we are all in. A codependent generation. I'm sorry. Something <laughs> yeah. happened to all of us. We're like, yeah. we all feel that like yeah. we all need to be there all the time for each other. And like mm-hmm. this, like, and look, like I am there all the time for my friends in my heart. In my you spirit. are. I can you really give, are. I can give what I can give. However, like we all need to prioritize ourselves number one because if you're not in like a healthy way with yourself you can't be in a healthy way with your friends period Mm -hmm. so for me like you saying and this is by the way 900 years of therapy talking about (laughs) like and Al-Anon and just like so many other like things happening in my brain because I've been going through a depressado moment in my life but Mm. like if you can't say to your friend, Hey, like, I love you. I want to see you. I really need to take care of myself right now. Mm -hmm. And like, it genuinely has nothing to do with you, but this is where I'm at. If you're, if the person you're sending that to then internalizes it about being about them, you need to know that that's like not about you. You know what I mean? Of course. It was just a moment where I was like, Oh, sorry. Did I cut you off? No, I just mean that I think it's very healthy and important that all of us like advocate for our needs in this life and you needed to have solo time you need to take care of yourself and that's it you know and i'm on this like care kick right now where i'm just in terms of thinking about it i'm like oh wow this is something that i maybe have taken for granted for a little bit that like people put care into like how they talk to me or i should put in care about and how i talk to people but like it really was, you want to know where this is coming from? I was like, I want to see Greta to hang out with her and have fun with her and, and, and be, you know, cute and chatty. But also I want to like put in care for her because she always puts in care for me, you know, like that's where it's coming from. That sounds, that sounds so like, you know, soft and whatever, but that's, yeah. It doesn't. I also think like it's, it's a weird pressure. And I think everyone could relate to this, like a pressure to, re-socialize on top of being busy now that you know the pandemic is like you know feels like it's 
at a place where it's manageable to go out and be social and be busy, that it's this pressure we put on ourselves, I think definitely in our generation, because we are like a generation still of like intense FOMO because of what goes on online and knowing that we've all had to sit around and do nothing for so many (laughs) years now, um, that it feels like we put a disappointment on ourselves if we feel like we haven't um, done something correct, like socially or Mm. like done the right thing by a friend when they reached out because they might need um, like, you know, social interaction or whatever. And it feels like I anyway can speak for myself. I've never like had to work to cut myself a break so much than like this year. Like, but Mm -hmm. it also feels really good when you start doing that. Like when you see like someone's texted you instead of just like not getting back to them. (laughs) And because you're like getting stressed out about like, you know, um, how you're going to answer that question or you don't really feel like socially interacting or you need me time. You know what I mean? I I always was stressed out about that. Now it feels so much better to just be honest and be like, Hey, I'm actually not up for it. And that's period. And yeah. that's all you have to say. And it's, it's freeing to some, sometimes like just say the truth and vocalize what it is, which is like, I actually need to be alone for mm-hmm. a little while, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that, I mean, this morning I woke up, I'm in New York and I woke mm-hmm. up here and I was like, I really need to be alone. I yeah. was mm-hmm. like, I need mm-hmm. to have this day. I like had such a lovely day. Went to the Met. Oh, had, went, had got coffee, got breakfast, went up to the Met, was in the Met for hours, mm. left, walk all the way through Central Park, bought myself a new pair of shoes. I yes. lived my whole life today. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I really just need to be alone. And like, I need to be in a place where I remember who I am. Because mm-hmm. sometimes when I'm feeling overextended with friends or feeling overextended with work or feeling overextended in all of these ways, even with like social media, like I am very quick to suddenly feel like, who am I? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I feel that of, way all the fucking time. Well, mm-hmm. you know, it's like all of your thoughts. It's like, are these my thoughts? Are they <laughs> Matt's thoughts? Are they Abe's thoughts? Are they <laughs> whose thoughts are these? Mm-hmm. And like, I look at Instagram and I'm like, what the fuck am I looking at? Like, do I have any funny ideas? Like, do I think of anything? And then I'm like, and then I just, I'm like, God, like I need to be alone and I need to be like away from, I need to be away from culture in that sense (laughs) to reimmerse myself in culture in the broader sense to be like, Oh my God. Yeah. To zoom out and to be like, Fuck, like this morning I was at breakfast and I was eavesdropping on this couple. They were gamers. They were day drinking. <laughs> they were having a wild conversation. The <laughs> one girl felt bad that Ariana Grande released Sweetener a month before breaking up with Pete Davidson. I mean, I was just like fully immersed in this like conversation that meant nothing to me. But I was like, this is fucking heaven. I'm eating well done bacon. Yeah. Dipping it in syrup. Mother, oh, go off, okay. mother darling dear. <laughs> Having myself a goddamn coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Listening uh, to these fuckers up. talk. Yes. A must have. A must have. And I was like, I'm I'm gonna enjoy this. And then I get on the train, yeah. listen to my emotional Edda James radio. Okay, yes, bitch. Oh, I'm listening I listened to, to Edda James today. What? I'm listening to jazz 
sue me. Okay. Y'all. Wow. And I'm gonna enjoy my life. Are you guys good eavesdroppers? Excellent. I'm not great. It really has to be like very. It has to cut through a lot for me to like pick up on it and be like, what the fuck are these people talking about? Yeah. Yeah. When I want to be, I am. But Greta, that doesn't surprise me at all that you're a good eavesdropper. It's like my childhood. My like all of my childhood was me just like listening and me like (laughs) pretending to be in conversation with someone fully listening to To the important people in the foyer. Yeah. Like when I tell you the amount of like boyfriends and dates that have gone on where I truly know nothing about them because every single time I was just like in another (laughs) world now thank god with Abe I'll be like he'll be talking to me and I'll be like sitting there like this and I'll be like are you hearing me and I'll be like I was listening to the conversation that was happening next to us. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. Even, honey, if you're having a conversation in earshot of me and it's about anything good, I mean anything good. There's a lot of things that are good in my mind. There's a lot of points of interest. Oh for you. my God, so many points of interest. I'm listening. I'm Yeah. I'm, I I envy that because what a fun little skill. It's it's fun and it's also hell. Because, like, I cannot help myself. Like, if I hear someone on a phone call talking, I mean, it's it's bad. Like, I literally am like a dog. I like hearing like a whistle. Like, the second uh, I hear someone on like anything being like, and my husband said to me, I'm like, what did he say, girl? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, well, this bit, this bitch, I say, she's not a bitch. She's this really bitch. nice. This, like, the gamer? This the gamer, bitch. The gamer. <laughs> Was talking about how she <laughs> wants to get her booster shot right. and all of this stuff. And then they were like talking about weird conspiracies about like the oh, booster no. and See, all that stuff. is worth, that's worth hearing. I actually, I, at that point I tune out, but keep going. Well, I so badly wanted to tune way the fuck in. Yeah. I wanted oh. to turn them and be like, oh. as a matter of fact, I have lupus. And I got the booster. <laughs> and a head ain't growing out of my fucking crack, bitch. Isn't it it the worst where you hear someone say something that you know objectively is not true? And you, me, the kind of person that I used to be, I think, like who couldn't help themselves. Now I think I'm a little bit better, but I would be like, actually, it's like I'm that horrible, like actually dot 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 person. I'm a full coward now. I mean, did 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 I talk about this already? Like I was. I, I was like doing some event and then I had to like be in the trailer with like the driver. It was just a bus. It was a bus more than a trailer. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, and this was back in, this was July. And he goes to me, oh. Hey, so are you thinking about getting the shot? I was like, oh, no. uh, yeah, I got it back in March. <laughs> and then he was like, Oh, okay. Good for you. And I was like, what about you? And he was like, you know, I'm thinking about, Pfizer and Moderna, but I'm not doing Johnson and Johnson because you know they put cancer in that one. Oh, I was like, Jesus. and I didn't have it in. It was just so shocking that I was like, oh, I, I, I said something to the effect of, I don't think that's true, but I didn't want to like confront, you know? Yeah. Okay, but by the way, when you're in those situations, it is really hard to. Confront. It's hard. The person was also driving a car with yeah. Bowen in it, so. <laughs> and driving your bus slash trailer. Yeah. Uh, Brailler, we call Brailler, it. Brailler, Brailler. And when you are like fully just locked in a conversation with that person, it's, it's horrible. so fucking hard. That's very hard. Because what else are you going to do? You don't hate them. 
you know, you don't want them to feel dumb or bad. You want to genuinely have a productive conversation with yes. them. I, I feel like this is this is the same way I feel about like calling out racists or homophobes. It's like there are <sighs> racists and homophobes who can hurt you and there are racists and homophobes who can't. And like and at the end of the day, like, what was I going to do? Be like, you're fucking stupid idiot. Like, I no. like there's nothing like I'm not going to see this person ever again. And right. I don't think I have it in me to, like, convince him that they don't, they don't put cancer in the vaccine. You know, it's even harder, though, sometimes like that's a stranger and you can tap out like when I recently. Oh, I, yeah. With I, family. This is this is rough. Like because I'm not super close with a lot of my extended family anymore, I actually have never really engaged them on anything that we disagree about, like, socially. And I certainly haven't spoken to a lot of people during the pandemic. But now with the vaccine, I actually found myself in a conversation with a relative, not anyone in my immediate family, but who I disagree with about the vaccine. And it was just, it's actually so much harder than you think it's going to be because it ends up being a very emotional conversation because it's about so much more than just that. It's about like fundamentally disagreeing as people. And On the about, most basic facts. And that makes you not recognize the person. You know what I mean? Like like when it's when it's someone that you just kind of casually have to have that interaction with, like it is what you're saying, Bowen, like this person can either not hurt me or whatever. Like I, I can choose to engage or not engage. But then it's like you get to this weird place where you're like, I know this person is not trying to hurt me or themselves. I've known this person their entire life. But fundamentally on something like this, we just miss each other. And then it makes you feel kind of crazy. When did that happen? How did that happen? How are you as passionate about this as I am? And you imagine that it has to come down to information, but it's scary when that's false information. And then it's weird. It's it's just, it's tough. When that information shapes your reality and like mm-hmm. their reality, that's when it becomes, and that, and that's why it's emotional is because you're like, Oh, we don't live that. We're not in the same world. It's crazy. Yeah. It can feel like that. Oh my God. Are we being so bummery right now? <laughs> no, it's true. By the way, it's true. This is something that like everyone deals with. Like mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. have, I, like Matt, like not members of my family that are my immediate family, but in my family, not necessarily as it pertains to the vaccine. I have a couple people that are huge pro-lifers. Mm. And I, for a very long time, whenever I'm around these sad relatives of mine, I'm kind of like, wow, single issue pro-life voters. Yeah. Damn. So Tough. like that to me, I'm just, and they're women, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, Is it a religious and- thing? It's probably like, you know, tangentially yeah. Catholic. Yeah. But yeah, to me, yeah, yeah. it, it comes down to horrifying. being... It also comes down to being so much more than Catholic. <laughs> it comes down to like fear and yeah. probably something that happened in their life that I don't know about. And, yeah, right. you know, it's just like the onion can just keep on peeling and peeling and peeling and peeling and peeling. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. when I was like, I remember when I was like in high school, I was like, and I'm going to fucking tell them. And yeah. they're going to listen to me. And like, oh, <laughs> you know, know, like stomping in my little duck Martins. And then it's <laughs> right. like, when you're actually confronted with being head on with a relative immediately. I'm like, and it's so nice to see you. Mrs. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> I'm like, wow, your banana cake is amazing. Yeah. Like, immediately. 
it's hard. It's, it's it's hard. I mean, it got so bad that actually I I ended up saying I think you're I think what you think is ridiculous and left the ro- I actually had to leave the room and then come back and I did end up apologizing, which is weird because I at no point think that you I said anything, anything unreasonable. But when the other person gets so upset and yeah. you know you know in your heart that they're not a bad person, it's confusing. You have to like step separate step away. And I don't know. I think that's a part of. A disagreement that we don't think about is it's like I, I do think the conversation got better after I stepped away, apologized for making this person feel a certain way. And then we were able to really talk about what was going on, because I also feel like most of the time in disagreements with people close to you, stopping and asking, why is it that you are really upset? is actually something that people forget to do. Like, why are what, yeah. what is making you upset? Like, yeah, right. I would just like to clarify. I do not cower to these relatives. Anymore, <laughs> no, no, no. We're not saying when we it cower. Happened. But especially, I, I don't want anybody to think that in the 2020 election or even the 2016 election, I, mean, I God, in any no. way was like, you know, not having these serious conversations that we should be having. But I think that when you're a teenager, especially like I, for example, as a teenager, felt very self-righteous. I felt mm-hmm. very strong. Yes. I felt very like... I can fucking talk to anyone. And then Mm -hmm. like, obviously when you're 16, that's not true. I think that it actually is kind of scary to confront an elder in many ways. But like now I've had these conversations with my extended family, the few people that have these beliefs as it pertains to pro-life, but it's still very hard because it's like, it's not so hard to have the conversation. Mm. It's hard to find the way in. Because mm. it's like, I genuinely don't know my way in with you, you 78-year-old yeah. woman. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I'm going to talk to you about this. Right. Yeah. Because I can't, I can bring up to you that I'm a woman. I can bring up to you that I need to have, you know, choice, control of my body, of my health, you know, and, and beyond that. And sh- it's just hard. It's like... Mm. I think what it comes down to is... Any misunderstanding, I'm going to say any misunderstanding, I'm probably wrong, I shouldn't generalize this way, but any misunderstanding comes down to one or both people assuming something Correct. incorrect. Yes. Yeah. Just assuming something wrong. That's all, that I'll, I'll end it there, which I know, I don't, I know that's like so general that it's meaningless, but it's like, it's like any, like, any time I like am angry at someone or find myself in conflict it usually means that either I am assuming something wrong about someone else or they're assuming something wrong about me. And that's frustrating to me as, as someone who is receiving that assumption, which is why I think it's important to actually break it down to just emotionally. And maybe this is like my newfound emotional awareness that you were mentioning before, but like I've found that it's actually quite effective to be like, I want to know why you feel the way that you feel. Like, tell me what's upsetting you so that we can talk about how I'm contributing to it or how the the, the things that you're hearing are making you feel this way. And then it did get, I think it got better. Obviously, no one made any big changes in their vaccination status after that. But <laughs> I obviously, I don't like, I don't, I don't. I don't engage in the conversation to fight. I engage in the conversation because I want people to get vaccinated and be healthy and because I know it protects other people. And I don't want someone, you know, I don't want this shit spread. So that uh, literally, it's it's tailed over the last two years, you know? But also the only way that you can even like remotely get change to start happening isn't just talking about it. 
No. So right. like I could think, oh, my conversations with my nearly 80 year old relative are completely <laughs> pointless. But then who knows? Maybe <laughs> who knows? we talk and then maybe next time I see her this coming Christmas, she'll say, I hear you. <laughs> yeah. You're or, I don't know. You know, I, I think that like, it's it, you can't be defeatist about things that are issues that need to fundamentally change in our culture and our society. So it's like, obviously, right. you need to talk to your family about getting vaccinated. Like, yeah. hello, right. get, get the fucking right. vaccine. And like, I don't care if you don't eventually get it. Someone needs to tell you that you need to be getting it. Yeah. Right. And I warned people around me. I was like, I'm bringing it up. I'm bringing it up. Yeah. So, I was like, I, just so everyone's warned, like it's coming up. Mm. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. And what more could you ask for? Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Titanic is NYC's funniest night out. Plus, it's the winner of multiple awards, including the Las Culturistas Kimberly Akimbo Award for Best Indoor Live Performance. Titanic is a parody musical that answers the question of what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night aboard the Titanic. My life was improved by seeing Titanic, so much so that I reached out to my best friend, Bowen Yang, to improve his life. And Bowen, did it succeed? It succeeded so much that I went four more times. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit this season. Plus, if you get tickets six weeks in advance, you get 30% off. And that's on Titanic math, girlfriend. But seriously, who can wait that long? Go see it tomorrow. What are you waiting for? Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow... 
So could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas that's chime.com forward slash culturistas chime feels like progress the chime credit builder visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp bank na or stride bank na members fdic spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply out of network atm withdrawal and otc advance fees may apply terms and conditions apply go to chime.com slash disclosures for details just a sort of topic switch <laughs> Uh, I um, you mentioned yourself as a 16 year old um, being a righteous little demon. And um, I was on your podcast, uh, your new podcast, Senior Superlatives. Yes. And I have found that like it, it is actually quite therapeutic to think about yourself at that time. Yes. Um, in, in interesting ways, like it's in thinking how far you've come and yes. thinking the obstacles that you've overcome from then to now. Um, what made you want to do this podcast about this time and and, and who, why? Who, and, and why? Yeah. Well, Bowen, first of all, you need to be on my oh, little old pod. I'm so happy to. I would be thrilled. Bowen in high school is something I really wish I could have seen because I actually think we would have been. I actually think we would have had a. Um, we would have recognized each other. Yeah, but I don't think we would have been brave. Neither of us would have been brave enough to like try to befriend the other. We couldn't have been Matt and Bowen, I don't think. But I think no. that. But I think that uh, that was just the times we were in. That's that's what I would say. It would have been like culturista recognized culturista. A hundred percent. Sister recognized sister. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that either of you would have been friends with me in high school? I think I would have been friends with you. It would have. I would have taken. I would have. I, it would have taken a lot of convincing from me. I would have had to really <laughs> persuade you that I would no. be working out with. Oh, I was thinking you would have taken convincing from me for you to be my friend. I was deeply uncool. I think I was like, I don't know. What, what made me do this podcast? Well, okay. I had, high school for me was like so cuckoo bananas. It was hell. It was such deep-rooted trauma. Mm-hmm. So much of it. And like, you know, I talked about it all the time in therapy. And mm. I'm just like, you know, I'm like, I have one real friend that went to my proper high school who is a fellow NYU alum of yours, Patrick Foley. Patrick, and yes. You know, it's interesting when I talk to him about high school because he remembers so many things that like I said and did that I genuinely don't remember. Doesn't that freak you when they do that? Yeah, It freaks me specifically because Patrick and I are much closer now than we were in high school. But you were friends back then. We were friends. However, I was like very much like floater girl, stoner girl. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I will, I was kind of friends with every, I was kind of like friends with everyone. And I also like attached to no one. And I think I had a really big fear of like, 
you know, if these people actually get to know me, then they'll actually see that I'm not as cool as I'm like giving off, Mm -hmm. you know? So I was like very much so the girl smoking cigarettes in the alley, uh, being bad in class, but also being like loved and being funny and fun, Mm -hmm. which is a hard tough line to walk person to be because (laughs) in many ways, like, you're excelling in certain aspects of this social life that is very fundamental and important to being an adolescent. But in other ways, I was like screaming for help and Uh screaming for anyone to just like literally (laughs) pay me attention because I was just so void of it in my family life. Right. And yeah, I think that like, High school was just such a weirdly traumatic and impactful thing in my life. And the whole entire time, I was like, I cannot wait to be done with this fucking shit. I was like, I hate this place. I hate these people. This is bullshit. I will never need to know about geometry ever in my life. I will never need to know about AP fucking European history ever in my life. I will never (laughs) need to tell you about um, like how cells split. Like, literally, let me fucking go. And lo and behold, every day you're being asked about the Habsburgs and Meosis. Every (laughs) single day I am now being asked to. I'm sorry, um, I cut in. (laughs) No, it's every single day I I am being asked to calculate hypotenuse size. Yes, girl. Okay, every single day. I'm being you, asked you were to, you were you're being asked to really look yeah, at yeah. look at a graph and go what's the yeah. parabola where is yeah. the inflection point what can you do this log bitch I said come on x axis y axis mitochondria come on yeah. Gatsby come on trigonometrous and you say what year was Versailles built you Mama say seventeen eighty one that might be close but I truly was just <laughs> <Might> like. <be. laughs> I was just like, Fuck you hated this. it. I don't need this. I yeah. hated it. Right. And then now, and then now I'm kind of like, wow, I have stress dreams about this. Really? Oof. Yeah. And I'm like, I need to work through this. I need to talk through this. And I think that something that has brought me comfort about mm-hmm. this has been being able to talk through it and about it with my, with people that I want to talk to. Compare yeah. it compare it or just like you know some people have completely opposite high school experiences as me Mm -hmm. matt had one that's completely opposite as me Mm -hmm. i mean when i talked to mitra johari she had one that was so opposite of me like mitra loved high school mitra loved high school she was great in class she was great in theater she was Mm -hmm. great in sports she was like she was like a triple high school threat wow but yet it was still hard and like shitty and weird you know what i mean so i think that for me the things that have made me move on from my like weirdo time is being like oh maybe this was just really weird for everyone maybe i don't actually need to be watching like these toxic 90s high school movies thinking that that is what my high school experience should Should be it's a fantasy right it's a fantasy but like there for some people it It was easy it is that and I actually, and you know, everyone, you know, at least, at least people I know are always like, oh, if you peaked in high school, that sucks, blah, 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 blah. But I'm like, you know, if you peaked in high school, you 
are developmentally on a fully different path than like most people. And that mm-hmm. is rare and like good for them. But, but I will just come out and say, if you like, if high school was easy for you, then like you, something is wrong with you now. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, something yeah. is fundamentally wrong. <laughs> yeah. Something is darkly wrong with you yes. now. And I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say any reader, if you had an easy high school experience, I, I don't do not come near me. Yeah, you gotta look at yourself in the mirror. Don't come near Bowen. Look at yourself. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But I'm uh, no, saying like I, I no, I, you I don't struggled, disagree with but you. But I think I think ninety nine percent of people struggled. Yes. I think <laughs> that's the whole thing is like ninety nine percent of people did struggle. I think that like what's interesting about doing this podcast is like I talk to certain people. Matt Rogers is a perfect example. Like hmm you know, really evolved through high school, became friends with the popular kids, became very popular, was desired by a bunch of people, ended up becoming prom king. Like <laughs> all of these was an incredibly fast Drag runner. Was like, I don't know, just- Can I say though, things- I'll qualify this. It started out fucking dark. But this is what I was just about to say. I was just about to say, even though your story, yeah. even though the story- was at the end this like okay it all worked out for this person by the way you were burdened with so much pain number one yeah. being the fact that you were deeply closeted and dealing mm-hmm. with your sexuality and the fact that like you know you had girls stalking <laughs> you at like running camp and giving you anxiety <laughs> attacks well i mean here's the deal i think that and when you're in high school, it's like it is a weird thing because, right, it's like you can either learn you can either try to adapt to your situation or you can be like, fuck this, can't wait for this to be over. And I think actually it's a more evolved thing to be like, fuck this and can't wait for this to be over because it actually doesn't really have that much to do at all with the rest of how your the course of your life goes. No. But when you're there, it feels like the biggest thing in the world. So I genuinely felt like at the time, because my world was so small, I maybe it was because I was from a suburban area, you know, like I just felt like I had to change into what was idealized at the time because... There was no, there was nothing bigger. And what I mean, like, of course, I had dreams of like, you know, moving away and like starting my career and like being successful at whatever. But it didn't, it it didn't feel real enough to me to not completely um, try to fit into the very small box of what was going to be quote unquote popular. And then when I did win prom king at the end of it, I did feel like I quote unquote won. Then Mm -hmm. the very harsh reality was I stepped foot in NYU and everyone just laughed at me because I because they thought I was so fake and they thought I was so like uncultured and they and it was was, it was was it a reset like you felt like it was like oh it's freshman year of high school all over again like this is like you have to you have to you start at a new waterline well you have to decide again you have to decide and you guys both know what this is like who actually am I going to be here well I try to figure out who I am which I've never done before, mm-hmm. or will I actually done what I've done many times and try to adapt to whatever they need me to be to right. not to not uh, make a make a wave here or like stand out in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And u- ultimately, that time I decided let's just try to figure out who I am and actually do my thing. Thank God. But you know, yeah. it's weird when you think people that were not challenged in high school, like you're saying, Bowen, are they still doing that? I feel like we're recording this on October 11th. We're, we're, we're recording this a little early. Um, 
It's National Coming Out Day. I don't think too, I don't uh, put too much thought into it. I think it's a wonderful thing that people get to like think about. Mm. But like coming out is its own way of adapting. Am I am I like talking in like a weird circle? Like coming no. out as a, as a way to like be like, oh, I'm fi- the circumstances are finally demanding it or uh, I'm comfortable to come out. Like I think it was just, I mean, college, as soon as you came out, man, I feel like that changed the course of everything in your life, of course, but like, absolutely. I feel like, but when, when I came out, it wasn't me saying like, I, I'm coming out and this is who I am. Really what it was, was I'm coming out, which means I'm ready to start figuring out who I am based on this, no longer being an obstacle in my life and in my, um, interior, you know, Self interior life, yeah, and yeah, until, yeah, yeah, and my self determination is not going to have to um, deal with this thing in my life that is stopping me from from being myself. If, if that makes any sense, yeah. But but I also think like you know, I I really think about what you just said, which is that you know, if people had it easy in high school and never stopped having it easy, I just I have ultimately feel bad for them because they've never had to actually say, but who am I? And I think that's the cause of a lot of, you know, not to get too general about this, but like, you know, when someone has like a quarter life crisis or a midlife crisis, that's just because you're only then ready to walk the path of like, let me get real with myself. What do I actually want? Like, And so then I'm grateful to have gone through hard things early. I think you guys both know what you guys want out of life. I think you do too. I don't know that I do anymore. <laughs> well, I think that this is again like the same. Sorry, this has become like a full like us like psychoanalyzing each other. <laughs> I love this, but I, I it's do. It's family. Think yeah, it's family. I think that when our identities get so seeped into something that is bigger than ourselves in many ways, you cannot see, and this is one of my least favorite terms to use and I, or sayings to use. The forest. And I hate that I'm using it. You can't see the forest through the trees. (laughs) Uh And I fucking hate it when people use that. And (laughs) someone used that. Why do you hate that? Because essentially it's just an, it's just an expression for what we've been talking about. Someone used that about a piece of my work that I have been pouring my, my, my heart and soul into. (laughs) And it stung me very badly. But I think that like, I think that with so much of what we do, it's like so much. I think about Julio when he like posts on Instagram and he's like, here's product for all my consumers. Yes, yes. There is a mentality of being like, yeah, like we are all product. And I think Mm -hmm. that it's really hard to be like, I'm giving and giving and giving and giving and giving. I know that I'm supposed to be doing this. I know that people like it when I do that. I know that people want to hear me say this. I know that people think it's funny when I do that. That it's very hard to like weed whack your way through your brain to be like, wait a second. What the fuck do I like? Like, what do I think is funny? What do Mm -hmm. I think is cool? What do I want to watch? What do I want to listen to? Mm -hmm. Am I listening to this because I'm actually interested in it or am i listening to this because i think it's gonna for some reason like give me social currency or make me more interesting or whatever it's like this whole thing just like bogs you the fuck down and i think that when you become a very front-facing person as you have entered over the course of you doing this podcast your career has taken a huge 
leap forward in many ways. It's hard for you to sit comfortably in yourself every night and be like, who is Bowen actually? And who is the Bowen that I think I need to be like giving the world? Because the world is like a vicious fucking psycho place. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, it's hard. It's, but no, what you're saying is exactly right. It's like, it it literally is the opposite of self-definition when all of your interests are being, or like, or your identity is being fed back to you, reflected back to you by your quote unquote audience. Yeah. Like I, I'm having people tell me who I am mm-hmm. and like on this mass scale. And I'm like, this is incomprehensible and I don't know what to do with this. And it's actually crossing all the wires that I've like carefully laid out in my own brain over the course of like my adult life that I'm going, wait, I don't, I can't tell, like, I can't tell how to like, make sense of any of this it's weird it's dark it's but that's where i'm at yeah i also think that people are comfortable feeling that way and also um like contributing to that like because there is something about high school like socially anyway that like feels like a version of what we have and so maybe maybe we did have more problems with it than uh than we think because i do think that we've elected to do something where ideally if you're successful people will talk about it yes, you know what yes. i mean and so there is something about may- maybe there is something about like people that then try to be in entertainment or try to be public um that there is some sort of a wanting to redo high school and i don't mean that to drag myself or anyone who tries to do this but there's something about a personality type that pursues this career that's all i'm saying of course i'm just saying there's something specific to 2021 of doing yeah. this um of I, I'm, I'm saying this is not me this is like everybody who uses instagram because instagram is mm-hmm. ultimately a marketing it's a marketing platform now right. it's like that's not actually you posting pictures of vacation it's you like presenting yourself to the world unless you know your profile is private or locked and then it's the algorithm telling you well this is what i think you like and so i'm saying everyone deals with this in some way it's like you know the trick mirror it's like the whole gia talentina thing it's like we're being shown a reflection of ourselves that's fully funhouse fully like not legible at all Mm -hmm. and i'm just like i don't know what to do and so Whatever I've I've smoked a lot of weed, evidently, um, as as readers know. Um, but it's been helpful because last night I, I took an edible and I just like laid in bed, ate, and made myself a flaming hot salad, which was flaming yeah. hot, oh my hot God. flaming hot ruffles barbecue, wow, um, and flaming hot Cheetos, and I used chopsticks and I just like because that way my fingers don't <gasps> yeah, get dirty. Your fingers don't get dirty. Fingers don't get dirty. That's how the mukbang people do it. I learned um, on that YouTube. trick on yeah. Search Party Set. There was a costumer that always opened up her chips and ate them with chopsticks. And I was like, holy shit. Yep. It's so chic, actually. Yeah, to do it, it's like, gorgeous. To, while you're watching TV, just with chopsticks and a bowl yes. of chips. And I just boom, 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 boom. There's no, there's no, the most elegant way to eat is with chopsticks. Chopsticks. Period. I agree. And to, co- to cook, too. Like, if you're fucking like frying something in the pan and, or you gotta like flip over like something you just chopstick when i it. see that egg twirl with the chopsticks yeah on when i see slow cooking eggs twirling in a gorgeous spiral with the chopsticks i'm like 
That's it. That's it. Chopsticks are cunts. Yeah, that's, that's really chopsticks culture. Chopsticks are cunts. That's yes. real culture in number 95. Yes. Chopsticks, chopsticks are, are cunt. cunt. You know, it's funny. Like, Sudi came over last night and we ordered Thai food and they didn't put any uh, cutlery in the bag. Did you have to? Did you have to use the chopsticks? Well, I, I went over because I usually have a whole bunch of chopsticks just stored up because I love to use chopsticks. And all I had was forks. I've run out of all my chopsticks. So then we had to eat with forks. And I was so disappointed. No, it's not the same. It's a different experience. I would also just like to give a shout out to my dear friend, Sasha. Her mother, who is an icon, eats a banana every morning sliced <laughs> up with chopsticks. That's insane. And when I saw her... <laughs> it's either chopsticks or a toothpick. And when I saw her interchangeably toothpick doing this, makes sense. I was like, this bitch is not fucking around. And that's she the kind of She would pick up the pieces of banana yes. with chopsticks or stab it through. No, pick it up with chopsticks, eat it, little slice of banana at a time. That's And this crazy. is an iconic Russian woman. This is like, we don't, you know, and for me, the ultimate respect. Actually, wait, I take it back. I just said that's fucking crazy, but it's actually, no. She is making it a ritual. Yes, because she wants to eat slowly and she wants to eat consciously. That's her whole thing where she's like, I don't just want to, you know, choke down the banana. You know, for me, honey, no no gag reflex. We're putting that banana down two (laughs) bites, okay? (laughs) Or just one whole gulp, you know? We're not consciously- No gag reflex. No gag reflex queen. I eat bananas in one bite. Ooh, <laughs> Abe. Um, Bowen, but, you were you were missed the other night. When? Why? Oh, at Halloween Horror Nights? Greta and I went to oh. Halloween Horror Nights. And oh Greta my God, is my so favorite fun. person to hear laugh her ass off on a theme park <laughs> ride. They are goof-aloof. Do you want to give your reviews of the rides that we did? I need to hear them. Okay, here's the thing. For all of the readers, I don't know if they are as big of you know, theme, if they're parkers, what is, what do you call them? Themers, theme parkers. What do you, what's the name for that? Park like, heads. Park heads. <laughs> they're, they're champions. They're, <laughs> they're champions. Champions. Champion. Warriors. So they're, champions, they're amazing warriors. War, amazing warriors. Amazing warriors. If you're an amazing warrior <laughs> and you fight the battle every time you go to a park. Yeah. Stunning warrior. Um, <laughs> Here's my review. I'm okay. actually going to open Matt's text because okay, I yes. will ultimately forget. Um, you need to read it. Some of the names of the rides. Okay. So I'm going to just scroll to that. And here's what I'm going to say. Okay, we went on for we went on four rides. Four rides at Universal. We went on Harry Potter, Transformers, Jurassic World, and Mummy. <laughs> And yes. everyone out there needs to know that I, as a child, was we did not go to parks. We did not go to, <laughs> yes, like, that I was not this. a part of my culture. Yes. That was that, no. Like, I was listen- I was watching Jane Fonda workout tapes, and I was like... <laughs> you can only do one or the other. <laughs> Yeah. And I was, like, smoking cigarettes at the age of 11. Okay? It was like, yeah. not... We're not going to the park. You know what I mean? <laughs> No, we're not like, going. no. And if we were, my mom would have dropped me off when I was twelve and been like, "Here's a cell phone. You call me when you're done." Like, <laughs> no, we were not going. And the one time we did go, I was seven years old, went to Disney World, and I was just obsessed <laughs> with collecting autographs. That was That's all so I wanted gay. to do. I did not. I did not <laughs> want to go. On the rides, I didn't want to do any of that shit. Oh, I didn't want to eat the food. God. I wanted the autographs. And I remember Chip and Dale's autograph was the best because they put their little teeth. Pause. In teeth? 
Yeah, they're little front little teeth. They're little chompers. Yeah, they're little chompers. And in their signature. They're like, I'll, I'm going to oh, show it. Oh, they drew it and I'm they drew show, it out. I'm going to show it to you guys. Honestly. Okay, okay. She's going to draw like, a visual person it was like, she is. Yeah, I know And then it was about. like, they made the C and the D look like little the smiley teeth. faces. So it was kind of like little teeth like that. Oh, balls. that's fun. That looks so, like balls. That's very like, interesting. I was going to say, it looks like, it looks like, imagine the capital C and D having testicles. That's yes, what, that's what that's it is. Yes, that's what it looks very like. <laughs> and they probably made them not round. They probably made them more square. Square, <laughs> <laughs> square balls. <laughs> they probably made them cube. more like this cube, time that I'm balls. doing it. <laughs> Okay, well, teeth none, of the, none of the readers can see this, but we're teeth talking about a pair round. of teeth that Greta has drawn. Anyway, so here's the thing. You just For wanted me, the autograph? I just, I just wanted the autograph. So I rides are very new to my life. Matt introduced mm. rides in my life. And so you truly. can't take them seriously because you're no. you're, you're reacting to them no, as an adult. No, she loves it. She loves it. I'm like, oh. I I love it because I'm just like, this is wild. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's visual so reality. Sometimes. I'm like, this is crazy. It's crazy. And also just like, <laughs> I love, people are obsessed with Harry Potter. I mean, I never read the yeah. books, but people love it. And We went with Mo, who was like really excited. Yeah. What, so Mo. tell us what you thought of the Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey. Okay. Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey. Here's what I have to say. <laughs> Set design stunning. Those candles, those floating candles, that needs oh, to be gorgeous. a wedding. That is a wedding <laughs> venue. Okay. The, pa- the, the paintings moving and unreal. Hogwarts, unreal. Stunning. The whole it's gorgeous in there. Okay. It looks like a beautiful, scary home that I would love to go Castle. to. Gorgeous castle that I would love to go to a dinner party at. I mean, she's Hogwarts for a reason. That's why I call her Hogwarts. Hogwarts. I mean, Hogwarts is gorgeous. The story, I think Hermione is a flop at the end of the day, but I also think Hermione is the number one well, we Queen. left the ride, and I literally turned to Greta, and I was like, yes. "Hermione is so good at magic. Like, she is so good. She's without a doubt the best." But you know what's annoying about Hermione is that it's like she needs to know she's the best, and then she needs to just like know it. And Ron sucks. She's Ron is a she's da- completely dating a flop. It's like she walks around all confident and knows her magic, and then she goes home to Ron. I'm like, honey, for no, what? No, she's not dating Ron in real life. Like Ron's sucks. Ron sucks. Unless yeah. Ron can fuck the house down. One thing is like maybe no, Ron's, Ron's not fuck. good at sex. Are you? Have you you're you so read, right, Bob. You read one book and you're like, this guy is not no, good at sex. You're Ron so is right. not good at sex. He can't even finger. He can no. no way. Finger. He doesn't no, know how no. to work the joint. No. no, and also he probably is one of those weirdos that's like, I'm gonna need you to shower first. Yeah. Fuck that. You shit. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think he's like making out, and then he's like, before we go any further, I, I'm gonna need you to shower. Oh, and Jesus. like Harry probably good at sex. Harry yeah. will dick you the fuck down. Yeah. And even if Harry, like, you know, he might be small in body, <laughs> but in energy, ability, in, in energy, in It's not the size of the prize. It's the it's motion, the of, motion the ocean, of the ocean, honey. Ocean, <laughs> yes, it is. So basically your review of Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey is, um, for burden. <laughs> for burden. For burden. For burden journey. Your review is great set deck. You love the candles. Hermione's a flop and shouldn't be fucking Ron. But yes. you did think the Dementors were scary. Love the Dementors. The Dementors slay. I love the, the one. There's the one Dementor that really gets like within oh, two within inches two of inches. your face. It's and crazy. You know I love the Dementors. I identify with them. I understand. <laughs> they don't, spooky. you know, they just are just spooky and they're sucking the life out of people. And they're, yeah. they look 
Rick Owens. Okay, they're in like it's full Rick, Rick Owens. Owens. Yeah, yeah, it is Rick Owens. Rick <laughs> Owens is a dementor. It's rule of culture number fifty-two. Rick, Rick Owens, Owens is a dementor. Is a dementor. <laughs> it's Alexander McQueen. What he? What not? What he designed, but what he yes. wore. What, what he is. Yes, exactly. Um, but wait, okay. So, would you give it the gold, <laughs> silver, or bronze medal? I would honestly, I would give it a gold just to see <laughs> the um, fashion and the culture Great. that is Hogwarts and Dementors. Um, okay, so Greta, what is your review of Jurassic World: The Ride? Camp. 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 Jurassic World is. Camp. I took Bowen on this. And Jurassic World is balance. Yes. Jurassic World for me, if I were to be like, what is a theme park? That is the Jurassic World what ride. It is yeah. clunky set design that yeah. I love. It's water. <laughs> it's um, animatronics. Animatronics. It's Bryce Dallas Howard. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's BD um, Wong. Don't forget BD Wong. Yes, BD Wong. My love as a law and order purist Mm -hmm. oh yeah show was never the same once they left no not when henry left but bd is so hot in the in in the inline sort of footage like he looks so he looks really good good. yeah can we just briefly talk about bd for one second yes he was in 143 episodes of law and order svu i mean the other day i looked up how many mariska has done it's like oh almost she's 500. done like yeah yeah that, but, it's but, crazy but just like blanket being in 143 episodes of anything i'm like wild what and like fucking like wanna tony when he was like in his 20s or like mm. late 20s early yes. 30s and like, like was he in could, Mr. Robot. He could, he's someone who could egot. Yes, I truly. think so. Big like time. He, deser- he deserves the egot. He already has the T. T is like the hardest one to get in my. T is the, is the hardest, hardest one, one to get. I agree. T is the hardest one to get. It's rule culture number think- fifteen. Egot. Hey, egot. T, T is the hardest, is the hardest one, to one to get. I think G is the easiest one to get because you can do, just do an audiobook. Yeah. yeah. Hello. Yes, okay. we know Bowen. We know so- how we're getting our G. <laughs> Me too. Or be in a big Broadway show. But yes, I think that you can, you, you guys can get a G for this because you know eventually they are going to put in podcasts. They have to. They have, <laughs> the Grammys. Yeah, they have we to. should win oh, a Grammy for Bowen. We should win a Grammy for this podcast. We should, I'm nominating Last College for Grammys. You know the podcast has received it's critical, critical acclaim. acclaim. Yeah, we should we should win a Grammy for the top 200 moments in culture episodes. If we don't win an award for something <laughs> soon, I'm freaking out. I'm already nominating me. you guys, and I'm gonna buy you each a little present because that's okay. what you win when you win awards for Greta. Um, that's Transformers. Wait, no, no, I want to know: Jurassic Do you give it the gold, silver, or bronze medal? I give Jurassic gold because I think that Jurassic <laughs> wow. needs. I think that if you are someone that's like, I just want to have this experience. I want it to be playful. I don't want it to take t- mm-hmm. itself too seriously. I want it to be a little wet and wild. There's I something want for everybody. There's something for everyone. And also, here's the one thing about Jurassic World. You got to go during the day because at night they don't have good enough night lighting. And Universal famously, not a park that's open at night. I can forgive right. them for that. However, Universal, you got enough coin that you can give me a little set deck that when you know you're going to be open late for the Halloween spectacular, you got to light up the jungle in there because that's I can't true. see the... You know, the pterodactyl, I can't see the bronchiosaurus. I can't see yeah. what's happening here. And this is the thing that I wanted to point out is that Greta, I don't think you went to, you went on the original Jurassic Park ride. No. Which they kind of they kind of just refurbished that one. And the animatronics and that 
aged really terribly, wouldn't you say, Matt? Yes, and Bad so now, animatronics. now you have now the Indominus stunning. Rex. And um, but, but give us some credit. The Indominus Rex was carrying down. When m- when Mother comes out, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, girl. And then they do the drop, and you were gagged for the drop. Oh, the drop. The drop. The drop. This, this is why <laughs> Jurassic World is the ride is camp. This is why yeah. she said it's camp, because when Mother comes out, <laughs> yes. she might as well be saying, Christina, bring me the axe. <laughs> Pretend that an Indominus Rex, next time you go to Universal, the, the Indominus Rex is saying, Christina, yeah. bring me the axe. Yes. It, it is mommy it is mommy dearest it's it is exactly they could retheme happening. it okay so but it still wins the gold medal talk about trans, transformers you know transformers used to take the gold for me and now transformers is taking the silver oh, and i'll tell you why God. i'll tell you why. 3d you're not a fan of the 3d well i think that we rely a little bit too much on the tricks of vr and not enough on the tricks of uh you figuring out some robotics shit to blow my mind you know what i mean right. i think mm-hmm. that we're relying a lot on the screen a lot of what we can do. and It was very in vogue back in the day, though. Wouldn't you say, Matt? Yes. Science. Science is amazing. And that's what VR is, is science. <laughs> science. <laughs> so the science in Transformers you love, but it wins the silver medal because you yes. just felt too many screens. I felt too many screens. I felt, could we be doing this in the comfort of my own home? I felt, I see. Could, could we be, you know, I can put on a VR headset and be having sex with a human. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I could probably be having this. Of course, you know? but when when Star Scream is about to fucking kill yes, you, yes, 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 and then flies away as a plane, yeah, as yes. a plane, that I is a fucking loud. gag. No, it's incredible. <laughs> yes. Also, another gag too is truly when you are plummeting down, yeah. the skyscrapers, oh, and you're like, my God. I mean, the finale, that, that drop. The finale, that is the death drop of Transformers. Don't and forget the part where you get, you crash through a skyscraper window and then you go through the office, the office space. Yes, yes. You crash yes. the cubicles, mama. I yes. also like when you get swallowed up by that machine and come through its back. When you see all the gears. Yes, and then I you, like that you, too. And you spit out through the back. It's really fabulous. And the, uh, the big robot that sucks you up like. Yeah. Yeah. Loved and Bumblebee her. is hot. Bumblebee, Bumblebee is, hot, is hot. has sexual energy, but okay. So finally, the Revenge of the Mummy. Revenge of the Mummy. <laughs> Platinum. Platinum. I mean, Revenge of the Mummy is like when Beyonce dropped the Beyonce visual album. Before, <laughs> it's exactly you know, like it's, that. It's really like that. It's like I think it's hypersexual. It's reclaiming something. See me up in the club with the yes, moon girl. It's like yes, seeing the partition video for the first time, <laughs> where you're like, "Holy shit! I did not even know that this could How is this happening? Yeah. be a thing." So, Mummy does this very amazing thing, which is it's taking sort of cultural nods from all of the other rides. It's taking the camp that Jurassic Park has. It's taking the VR. It's not VR really, but it's taking some visuals that we have from um, from, um, Transformers. Transformers. It's taking some story that we had at Harry Potter where it's giving us like, Harry Potter is very plot driven. You know what I mean? It's like a plot ride. So it's kind of it's fan us- service. Harry Potter is fan service. It the mummy. Is. It doesn't matter if you've seen the movies. You're gonna fucking you're gonna love gag. it. You're gonna love it. And also, it's giving us something unexpected. And I just think that, like, I I, I don't want to spoil it, but there is a drop in that 
where mm-hmm. you are in but darkness and mm-hmm. you don't know and then you're going forward you're going back i mean oh my god don't even get me started on the bugs the bugs the bugs oh my the god that sensation the bugs the, the sensation. sensation so it wins the platinum for you so we know which one you liked the best and then finally my answer to you is were you frightened by any of the haunted houses no because i have gone to a lot of terrifying haunted houses in new york city and I love to think about things. Whenever I'm getting a little scared, I love to think about it practically. I like to think to myself, okay, this is universal. If this place really fucks me up, I'm going to sue. You yeah, know what I right. mean? Yeah, and they, yeah, too yeah. Big to and they're too big regard. to want to do that. So yeah. they're like, okay, we can't have anyone suing us. We can't have anyone being so scared that they like get yeah. a heart attack. Yeah. We can't actually like be fucking with people enough that we really like, because it's too big of a company. They have to right. be way too liable, all of this stuff. I have gone to haunted houses here in New York City that have that are that should be <laughs> shut down. That like are I mean, I was telling Matt this story. I went to one that was in an office building one time. Oh, was, I I remember I remember this this one. I didn't go to it, but I heard about it. And you know what it is? It's because it looks like it was all decorated from Party city. And you walk into these places and you're like, oh, okay, these people have no budget. So they're, they're relying on performance. You know what I mean? And I think the thing at Universal is they have so much budget, budget. They're like, look, yeah. we are going to put you into the set of us. Yes. We are going to put you into Texas the set Chainsaw, of Texas did. Chainsaw. You are in the set they of Halloween. Have production, yeah. We're here. It's like, uh, you're in a building what? in you're in a building yeah. in Midtown. <laughs> you're in a building in Midtown. We put black lights in, and there's silly string girl. <laughs> yeah, crazy shit. Tell the story about the person the, the person on the street. So there was a. <laughs> I was waiting to get in to this scary, scary haunted house. Yeah, and there was a clown on the street <laughs> entertaining us, and it was like an it was like an old. Crusty clown, okay. Oh my and god! He was As in Krusty the clown. I uh-huh. mean, he looked like Krusty the clown or Jason. Thing. Okay. Yeah. Wow. He was like had all the gags. He had the hand buzzer. He had the flower with water, and then uh-huh. he was like, you know, and I hate the hand buzzer, honey. Don't touch me with the hand buzzer. I hate the hand buzzer. Girl. I will punch you in the fucking <laughs> face if you hand buzz my ass. I swear to God, I hate the hand buzzer. I think yeah. it's an attack. You're basically, it it's like a mini taser. A mini, yeah, it is. It's one of the worst attacks. It's <laughs> the hand buzzer is actually one of the worst attacks. If you you, you want to send a do. current through my body? How dare you? Well, if you hand bad. attack me, I will never trust you. No. So you can anyway, never be close with me. <laughs> he was doing all of this shit to me, and I was there on a date to me and this uh-huh. date. Who and she later finally, fucked? <laughs> and then he finally. <laughs> pulled out like a balloon to make me a balloon animal and he started blowing into the balloon and then his eyeball his left eyeball flew out onto the ground and started rolling around and then he was like my eye my eye and then of course you as the person is like oh my god i need to get this guy's because it's rolling all over the sidewalk is this real yes and then he bends down he picks it up he literally is like <gasps> like breathes on it polishes it off with a fucking rag <laughs> pops and pops the in. thing back in his head god and i was just like they're gonna kill me in there i was like <laughs> i'm gonna be worn 
I'm going to be worn out of this place like a pair of fucking leather leggings from the row. I am literally going to be... From LuLaRoe. Yeah, from LuLaRoe's. Exactly. Lula or Rose. LuLaRoe. LuLaRoe. What was it? Lula Rich. LuLaRoe. Lula 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 no, it's LuLaRoe. <laughs> it's yeah. not the row, it's LuLaRoe. It's LuLaRoe. And then did the actual house end up being scarier than this clown? It was just hell. <laughs> it was like... It was like kids that were just fu- wanting to fuck with you so bad no. and like not leave you alone. I do remember there was this one room though where like all of the walls were kind of like stretch spandexy like workout fabric and it was a whole like neon situation and the and people in the walls would just like come out and like grab you in through oh. this like spandex. It was and one of those ones where it was that. like you could be marked with red on your head yeah, and they would know blood not if to it was touch no you. touch. Yeah. Oh my God. I don't really want to be taught, that's for sure. But it, when we were walking around the streets, Bowen, have you been to Halloween Horror? I've never been to Halloween Horror. You would gag, but the thing is, I think that they would recognize you and they would make a point to try to try to really terrorize you. But Ugh, the thing is, no. you um really they come up to you really far, and a lot of them are holding like fake axes and fake chainsaws and fake knives, and they would come up and like literally swipe swing in you. your face and swing in your face, and I was like Literally That's one time, if Mitra had even put dangerous. her head out like a foot, like she, her head would have gotten hit. And I was oh just like, God. this is crazy. And they have to be trained for that, like obviously. And like you hear about 0.00 times of them connecting with people and it obviously doesn't happen. They know what they're doing. But it's like you're swinging an axe at my head. You know what I hated? Mo was like, Mo was like, I hate the chainsaws. And I was like, yeah, I do too, because it's such an aggressive sound. I was like, yeah, it's really scary. I was like, but why do you hate them? And she was like, it just takes one crazy person to decide to put the chain on. And I was like, (laughs) wow, I don't know about that. It just takes one crazy person to decide to put the chain on. And I and then I was like, we gotta go. It was was crazy. But like, I do appreciate all the performers, all the actors. Oh, it is a production. It's a production. I did miss though. And I did miss some of the girls that were on stilts a few years ago. I miss them not being there. This being Mm. on stilts is very scary. They only had two people on stilts this year. There were more on stilts the first time (laughs) we went. And the stilts are just. You're scared of the people on the stilts? It's just crazy they can do that. Terrifying because they're towering over you. Yeah. And they're so scary. And they're so scary. And they can like jump. Like they're oh so my skilled. God. They're so good on the stilts. The, they're so good on the stilts, and they will LA stalk you. Like the stilt, the so stilt people will stalk people. you for a really long time. Like you're walking in the, and you be like, "Oh, these people aren't fucking with me." And then you'll look up, and next thing you know, you have like the Wicker Man on stilts oh next my to God. you. Yeah, LA is incredible. LA you is that, amazing that you get talent <laughs> like that in LA. Only in LA, you go to Disney World, everyone's uh, fucking oh boo. In L- in LA. It's because L.A. attracts people from all over the world for their Hollywood dream. It's called La La Land. Yes, it is. Watch it. And it's an amazing movie because it shows people that are very different all coming to like like people like Emma Stone, Mm -hmm. people like Ryan Gosling, very different. So different. All coming to one city, one place to see their Hollywood dream dream come true and, and a lot sing, of them and to sing sing, sing dance act perform create get caught, in, get caught in traffic while simultaneously making it art 
And I said, relatable queen. And you know what? It's that relatability in the movie La La Land that made me say, wow, I see myself in these people. And when they do, you know, make it and you after all their ups and downs, you think that was an amazing story. And mm-hmm. I think that when I was at in Universal Studios, Hollywood Horror Nights, I mm-hmm. thought all these people came here for a reason. Yes. Their dream. Yes. Come on, bitch. City of Stars vibes. Yeah. City of Angels. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part time or full time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. And what more could you ask for? Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Titanic is NYC's funniest night out. Plus, it's the winner of multiple awards, including the Las Culturistas Kimberly Akimbo Award for Best Indoor Live Performance. Titanic is a parody musical that answers the question of what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night aboard the Titanic. My life was improved by seeing Titanic, so much so that I reached out to my best friend, Bowen Yang, to improve his life. And Bowen, did it succeed? It succeeded so much that I went four more times. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit this season. Plus, if you get tickets six weeks in advance, you get 30% off. And that's on Titanic math, girlfriend. But seriously, who can wait that long? Go see it tomorrow. What are you waiting for? Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Hey, everybody. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs classic clogs and sandals have both covered. And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion. 
I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than the Crocs clogs and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushions. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you. We are going to move into the segment known as I Don't Think So Honey, which is a 60-second segment. Really, we have one of the best in the biz here to do that oh with us. Oh, my God. A legend. Um, and Pressure. I actually, my my I Don't Think So Honey is based on something that Greta and I thought we were going to do, but did not end up doing the <laughs> other day. Wait, each oh. of you are going to do one, and then I'm going to do one. That yes. is how it works, yes. Yay. That's true. Okay. You guys, I never want this to end. I just want to hang out with my, I know. my friends. When your friend's IRL, the podcast never ends. It's actually rule of culture number 105. <laughs> when your, when friends, your friend's IRL, the, the podcast, podcast never ends. ends. Come on. I'm ready. This is Matt Rogers. I don't think so, honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. The new James Bond movie, No Time to Die, being... Two hours and 45 minutes long. Mm. I'm sorry. We got into the car to go. We were all excited to go see the new James Bond. We found out how long it was, Greta and I. And we turned our ass around and went home. And we watched RuPaul's Drag Race UK instead. Mama, I cannot believe that the movie is this long. In the year of our Lord, 2021. What have we... What It's bad for the movie seconds. theaters, first of all, because they can only show so many. It's bad for the people sitting there. It's like, uh, what do you ask people to do? If you want to pay attention to every second of the narrative, they're not going to take a bathroom break. Every review of this movie is like, what a great tribute to Daniel Craig, like the bitch is 15 dead. Seconds. I have to be honest with you. The bitch is very much alive, and she is about to oversaturate us again and knives out two through nine. So please... Spare me with a Daniel Craig R.I.P. in memoriam. Give me a 15-minute Pierce Brosnan movie where Famke Janssen kills a man with her legs. I don't think so, honey. And that's woman. How does it feel to spit in the face of Sir Daniel Craig? Is he now knighted? No, he's no, he's. Not. <laughs> I was gonna say, is he knighted? Well, he's first not. of all, I want to say he could spit in my open mouth, Hayo. I think that's why it's so long, is because it is like a send-off, and I think he he really. He really did something new with Bond. You yes, know? he did. He, he did. He brooded, and he he deserved he deserved something. Yeah, he but deserved that, whatever he deserved could have been given to him in two hours and even five minutes. I'm just saying. Look, two hours and forty three minutes. Literally, we were saying if it was even a half hour shorter, I think like of course, psychically of course. we could have gotten used to it. But it was something about two hours, I forty-three don't... minutes, and twenty minutes of previews. I was like, "That's a commitment." No, I don't begrudge you guys of not going to see it. I'm just saying, don't you love the drama of this movie being delayed for basically a year and eight months? Yes, for sure. And, and then you know they're still promoting it, and like, isn't that incredible? And then if, why, why shouldn't it be two hours and forty minutes? This movie is drama. It's, it's it's bond it's camp you know like just 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 let it be bitch you know what though I'm sh- you're I'm ashamed of both you're I'm ashamed of both of you bitch, because i actually <laughs> you're very stupid and bitch and i read an, a lot of reviews for this movie in the car greta and i really wrestled with this and i said we look did. at the reviews and see what it says and every review was like this movie is fine but wow daniel craig and i'm like okay then i'll go home and watch fucking 
something else with Daniel that, Craig. That was the bad pitch where it was like, everything's predictable. You know exactly what's going to oh. happen. This could have been cut off by 30 minutes. Mm-hmm, but like, mm-hmm, we love mm-hmm. Daniel Craig and we love what Daniel Craig has done with Bond. Like, on to you the You know next how many one. times I've tributed Daniel Craig in my life for better, for, 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 <laughs> in so many words? Many times. I could have a tribute. I maybe, I might have a tribute to Daniel Craig tonight. Hmm. If the Google search does its thing. Oh. <laughs> Look, what are you- here's the thing about me. I jack off. Here's the thing about me. I'm a gay man that loves to tug at my penis to completion. And when I can be visually <sighs> aided by a man looking like Daniel Craig, I am not above saying that that's not, you know, going to go down tonight. I'm jacking it- off to Daniel Craig tonight. I'm tributing him. And it'll tributing. happen in about seven or eight minutes, not two hours and 43. Because after that, I'm going to watch Dancing with the Stars. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> there is real potential here for new slang tributing yeah. Tri- I, that's tributing the uh, today I paid tribute to Chris Pine well, today I tributed <laughs> you I paid tribute fans. to Chris Pine wait no, actually not today but who, who did you pay tribute today Bowen I just I just browsed on my OnlyFans and I just like paid tribute to like you know whatever you know caught my eye in the scroll I love do OnlyFans. you pay tribute Bowen and Matt both of you, because when I pay tribute to people, it's very quickly. My tributes last about 30 sec- seconds, and then I get bored, and then I need yeah, to continue yeah. paying tribute to. I have a lot of tributes in no, my... It's, 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 just, it's just to get out of the way. I'm like, oh, I haven't done it in a while. I yeah. As well. Sometimes I'll see a picture, and I'll just know I have to go pay tribute. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, I, I pay tribute all the time, though. Like, I, I love to pay tribute. I pay tribute... Too much. It's isn't it crazy? I'm sorry. This is just for for people who have penises, um, and ball dick, dicks and balls. It's crazy that cum comes out of there. I think Insane. that's crazy all the time. I mean, that there's white white goo. It's crazy. I, As I mean, someone that crazy. watches it happen, I'm like, <laughs> uh, what? I'm like, Whoa. it's like science. It's like high school. <laughs> yeah, again. I'm like that. What's that Chloe Bailey song? Lord, have mercy. What's that song? <laughs> yeah. yeah, whenever it happens, when I see it coming out, it's like in slow-mo. Lord, that song. have mercy. But, yeah. Every single time with Abe, I'm like, Lord, have mercy. What's the most you guys have paid tribute in a day? It's different for you, Greta. Oh, my God. When I was when I was a teenager, Senior there, were, there were a couple nights... Senior superlatives. There were a couple nights, and I would love to explore this more on the podcast. You must. There were, co- there were a couple nights when I would just be so bored and not be able to fall asleep that it would be like six in one night. I've done six wow. or seven. Yeah, it's crazy. Sundays were huge for me growing up. It was like a day when I would like do it right. When I still have to come when I wake up pretty much every single day. But like when 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 you first wake up, about an hour later, then you actually get out of bed, go back. Two or three more times during the day. And then, of course, before you go to bed, I also have to come before I go to bed, too. I jack off all the time. Wow. Pay I tribute. think the most Pay I've tribute. ever tributed in a day has been like four times. Yeah. But that's very spaced out because, you know, I'm yeah. blasting the sauce. You know what I'm saying? And this, <laughs> Greta, would, this you consider yourself, would you consider yourself horned up? I would, but I, I, I would, generally speaking. I am a little freak. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but... But I think that sometimes the world can get you down <laughs> <laughs> and make you not feel horny. Yes, oh. 
beautiful dulcet tone. I, no, I think that, yeah, I think the most for me was like four times. And it was when I was in high school and I was like, it's, it's going to be creamed corn for dinner, mother. Oh, shit. Mother. What, Bowen, are you horned up? I am generally horned up. I, I will reveal that I did take my first gonorrhea antibiotic shot today because... Mm. A, a sexual partner very ethically let me know. Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> that's nice. That's nice. It's nice when you have someone that lets you know because I have had many, and by many I mean three situations yeah. where the person has, but not let me know. Mm-hmm. Right. And one time, someone tried to like gaslight me into thinking it was me. Fuck. And I was that like, "Fucking sucks." Yeah, but then a part of me was like. Wasn't me. <laughs> no. no. I mean, there's no way to know. And so, like, no. honestly, all my interactions about it lately, which they've been a couple, have been very like, hey, just, you know, test a positive for this. Now I'm like, thank you so much. Thank you. You go so to the much. doctor, take care of it. And usually it, it was accurate information. It's also, go. I love being on, and I, I, I wish this for everyone, like, just to be in the place where you don't have to feel crazy about that happening if it does. Like, if you get an STD oh, or yeah. STI, I believe is like the, politically correct way to say it because the word disease is like rough charged um charged um but you know like it's just better to just be like this is literally something that happens when you are sexually active and it's actually okay and there's no need to feel shame and about it's it. truly the luck of the damn draw it's russian roulette every time roulette. i make love um bone yang are you ready to do your i don't think so honey? i'm re- i'm ready well, that makes me feel excited. Everyone in America, this is Bowen Yang's I Don't Think So, Honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Traditional candle wicks. Oh. Why Why you gotta leave me with that fucking dick mushroom at the end of every burn? And I have, to spend, I have to spend, what, $12 on a wick trimmer? I gotta keep a wick trimmer around the house now? Fuck you for making me buy an extra thing. I got sick of doing it with the scissors and then, you know, washing them and wiping them off. So now I have a fucking fucked up looking scissor on my Mm -mm. nightstand. And I bought an extra one for the candles I keep at work. The way for it is wooden wicks. They burn lovely and they don't leave. They don't they don't they don't look fucked up after you use them for more than 20 seconds. Okay, let's do wood wicks. It's probably better for the environment. I'm assuming I'm just going to go out on the limb and say that they're better for the environment. So, yeah, Greta T will be happy to hear Uh, the other Greta T. And uh, (laughs) the wicks wicks, you're 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 busted. I'm I'm on you. And that's one minute. I recently I appreciate this. I recently have had the experience where a traditional wick, I'm lighting it, the candle's still full and it won't light. So these wicks are trifling. These wicks are trifling. Anyway. Well, I I do have a wick trimmer myself and I do. do find that it is a necessary evil. It's unfortunate to get to the point where you're like, because I for so long was like, oh, I'll just use a scissor, I'll use a scissor. But then the candle gets so deep. And then you're like, I need this goddamn wick trimmer. Like, I actually, I have a candle lit right now. And look, you can see the wick is absolutely. It looks like a fucking. It looks like the tree of life. Yeah. It looks like a fucking like, you know. Animal kingdom tree. The animal kingdom tree. It looks like pseudo Wudo, the Pokemon for my Pokemon heads out there. Anyway. That's a gorgeous candle. This is Dr. Tiffany Moon from Real oh Housewives. Oh my of God. Yeah. Uh, so, 
This, so do you know about Dr. Dr. Tiffany Moon's candles? She's an anesthesiologist, so they're all named after different medications. This one is Haloperidol. That's cute. It's, and these it are says, cute candles. It says active ingredient, calmness, indications for use. You just ran into your ex with their cute new significant other while looking completely disheveled. Your <laughs> kids have said mommy no less than 100 times today. Oh, it just brother. took you 90 minutes to drive home from work. And then warnings. Do not use if you love traffic. Always like looking polished and perfect. Have never typed an angry email and then deleted it a few minutes later when you... Like, come on. She's just Dr. like giving Moon. you comedy. Dr. Moon. Moon. I don't know. Is she writing the, the the copy, the jokes herself? She's got a good joke room. Hmm. <laughs> who, joke do we know room. anyone? Do we know anyone who's in that? I don't know anyone who was in the Dr. Tiffany Moon candle <laughs> if room. You're on, but I heard if it was you're in the Dr. Tiffany Moon candle room, please step forward. Yeah, step forward. We'll, we'll give you ninety minutes on this podcast. Yeah, and and I mean. And any if if you if you have a writer's assistant position open in the Dr. Tiffany Moon yeah. <laughs> Tiffany Moon candle room. Bone will please, quit SNL for it. I will quit SNL. I will be the writer's assistant. I'll I'll order lunch for everybody. Yes. All of it. We're all eating Mendocino farms every day, I'm sure, on that budget. All right. So now it's time. Bowen, thank you for that. I think it was that an was important discussion good. to have, especially on a culture podcast. Thank you. You guys, this is this is the thing. I now have, of course, like a bunch of ones that I want to do, but I just think I need to do this one that I've been your thinking heart. Think, of. Think of the one that you need. You got to follow do. your heart. It cannot guide you wrong. I can't. It's it's a few things. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna go for it. You should just pop off and whatever it is. If you want to redefine the art form right now, <laughs> just, oh, yeah. just talk fast. This is Greta Titelman's I don't think so, honey. Her time starts now. I don't think so, honey, being in the bathroom and having any other pump in there be anything but fucking soap, okay? <laughs> don't give me hand lotion. Don't give me Purell. So you know what pisses me right on off? When I moisten my hands and I put my hand under that little pumper and what is it? Purell, bitch. No. Bitch. It needs to be soap. Also, don't give me hand lotion. Who is the psychopath going into the bathroom to then not only wash thoroughly, dry, and then pump the hand lotion? No one, honey. 30. Okay, and we don't want those people around because they're cuckoo and they scare me. And Crazy. here's the thing. If you're putting the two bottles next to each other, I don't care if it is Leilago herself smelling of gorgeous <laughs> bergamot. I do not need me getting confused because then I seconds. feel like a dick. Because then I become wasteful. Because then what do I do? Hands are wet. Put it with the lotion. Accidentally, oh my god, lotion. Now I need to wipe the lotion off and re-fucking soap. The business. And what Five did seconds. I do? I just wasted gorgeous, gorgeous lotion. So here's what I'm going to say. In your bathroom, soap only. I don't think so, honey. Anything but soap and that's one minute incredible that there's nothing worse than going to a pump it's lotion you go fuck and then you gotta clean it off with either a paper towel or water and then you still feel oily it's crazy excuse me why also are we being so confused it's i think it's fine to have sanitizer and hand lotion separate Fine. from the away but away. Like when you when you put the, when you put the hand lotion in the spot where intuitively the soap is then you're gonna waste a lot of fucking lotion also if you want to give me purell bless you put it at the door put, at it, at the put door. it at the door it doesn't belong door. in the bathroom put it at the door put it at the door get Completely. the hand lotion away from the sink from the no. running water we don't want no to use that no no and it's just it's confusing and it's cruel because then yes. I become wasteful. And then think about this. If you didn't want to waste the lotion, maybe you put the lotion, you realize it's lotion, do that, and then you leave and don't wash your hands. I bet a lot of people make that decision. And that's Absolutely. a crime. 
Do you want to know something fucked up that happened to me today? And I yes. this, this this happens in different settings, but for me it was um I went to this like gym. I went to go work out in this place and then they have like small showers. It's like an independent training spot. And then I went to the showers, three pumps, no labels. Obviously the opaque one I was like that's conditioner, but then the two clear gel ones I was like am I going to have to put these in my hand and smell to see what which one's shampoo and which one's body body wash? And then I think, wait, does my nose know the difference I was between say, what? Can you decipher? No. And I was like, I feel like a fucking idiot now. And I, I, I might slather shampoo on my body and body wash in my hair and I'll feel even crazier. And then you'll look crazy too. Because oh body God. wash they is can not tell. supposed to go in the hair. It's just uh, not. And they can just, people can tell. Yeah. People they said really he can. just put body and wash and in his hair. And people are also very cruel. Cruel. Yes. And they know that when you leave so the gym, mean. they're going to say, there's that fucking flop. Flop. Whose nose couldn't decipher between body wash and shampoo. People are very cool. Yes. And, and then I think, is this who I am? Yeah. I don't know who I am, but all I know about myself is that I confuse body wash and shampoo. And you can't see the forest through the trees. And I you can't, can't see, see the, the forest, forest through the trees. And you know what's also, we've also talked about on this podcast, and it's actually been, I don't think so, honey, I think more than once, is the three-in-one body wash shampoo conditioner. Get lost. I want to know that this product can stand alone as shampoo, as conditioner, as body wash. Sell it in the dorms because that's the only people who are buying them is the college kids. Don't even sell it in the dorms. Sell it at fucking REI for when you're going camping and when sure. you're literally showering with a little bottle of water. If yeah. I send my child to college and they feel that they need to use a three-in-one, I will have personally done a bad job as a parent. <laughs> You're so right. You're so right, it's legend. True. You're so right, legend. I will legend. have treated. I will have taught them badly. If Simply you said iconic. that at a presidential debate, people would have applauded. People would have stood <laughs> if the, up. If the question was about like environmental <laughs> issues, and you literally gave that exact t- tirade that you just did, it would have ended like. And then afterwards, Joy Reid would have said, "I thought Greta Tidelman was good tonight, and I thought she really got her point across." <laughs> Chris Hayes would be like. What Greta did was really stay on message. Yeah, and then even even Chris Christie, even Chris Christie would be like, "If I'm if I'm watching her at home, I'm sending her thirty dollars." You should run. You should run. Oh, I would do it just for the outfits. Oh, girl! (laughs) You think you put like a cute like debate look together? I'd I'd wear yeah. I'd very snatched debate look. Yeah, and then I do like you know nostalgic like fashion hat tips. To like Jackie, Jackie O. o. <laughs> <laughs> I was like a little like, show how far like we've come. A, like a pillbox hat, like yes. a fascinator. And then I wouldn't Talking just do about that. hair care during the debate. We need that. I would also do hat tips to like Abraham Lincoln, maybe, and wear like oh, a yeah. gorgeous, yes. sort of slouchy suit. Oh my God. Look. If you did like a, a Abraham Lincoln look to a With presidential a very debate. Tall hat. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, if a female, if, a, if, if there's a female or any nominee of any gender who just dresses up like Abe Lincoln but makes it like glam, you're, you're winning. You're winning. You're the winning whole my $30. It could be like a Tom Brown kind of creation. Oh my God, are you kidding me? Of course it could. And Tom would just nail it, you know. Yes. Tom would Tom nail would it. Just nail it. He just knows. He's such an eye. Oh my God. Well, listen, I think this has been an episode that has gone deep. 
It's also been um, it's touched on the deep elements of culture, the deep elements of the the human a personal mind, history, a personal history that only family, its family episode could give. <laughs> and also, it was the frivolous. It was it it was both both the deep exploration and also the creature comforts. You know, and that's why this podcast has received critical acclaim. Well, the podcast has received critical acclaim, and I and think why that the podcast- it's winning a Grammy. Yeah, the podcast has now become a front the ultimate for acclaim. Yeah, yeah. Um, Greta, we absolutely love having you. We're very excited oh. to produce Stepmom. I mean, like, do you want to oh do you want to tease? Do you want to tease anything about it before before we absolutely go? Well, I think. Look, Stepmom is someone who's very near and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you've always wondered what would it be like to have a, a woman a in my life tell me that I smell like a rotted <laughs> cabbage cunt. Um, <laughs> what would it be like to have a woman degrade me and tell me that I'm smelling like pork brine? <laughs> Yum. You're going to love her. If you want to kind of just the short little episodes, just like 30 minutes. I've heard every episode oh. of it. I've heard all four episodes. It's 30 minutes or less. They're, They're short good. And, and you know what? I do think she gives very good advice. Yes. You know, if you just want to be living life, spending coin that's not yours, it's much easier to do. You know, mm. you I don't it. know, but I don't know because she and I are live very different entity. lives, different, different entities, different people, but she's, she's very fun. Well, that's that's dropping in 22. In 22. Ooh, ooh. We end every episode with a song. I was going to say. Greta, thank you so much for, for, for coming. We love, we love you so much. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for having me. It's really an honor. The last time I did this podcast was, like I think, like five years ago. So And we like really did not know each other as well as no, we do now, obviously. No. But like we really have grown. We've grown. Uh, just exponentially closer. One might say the seed was planted, and now the roots have taken hold have taken hold La you're fam- not La you're not taking her out the ground love you <laughs> La Familia La Familia we end every episode with a song it feels it like a perfect feels night, night. breakfast no and midnight <laughs> I was gonna say breakfast and midnight I love the strangers ah 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 yeah we're well, to hear more of that, we have to wait until November 19th to ethically stream the new Taylor Swift Red. Bye. Bye. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst.
you know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Croc clogs and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.